everybody. I'm Adam Hergenrother. This is Business Meets Spirituality. I'm joined by my chief of staff, Hallie Warner. Hallie, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. <laughs> you want a little random thought of the day? I was listening to myself on a presentation the other day, actually yesterday, and I was like, holy shit, I talk so fast. And I was like, you talk even faster than that. <laughs> and I'm like, normally I listen to podcasts on like two times speed, but I don't think people do that with us. I, I know, I know. And we've gotten some comments that like, wow, you, I talk fast and wow, Adam really talks fast. And yeah. you probably talk fast. It just doesn't seem it because I talk even faster yeah. on the whole thing. So it's hopefully people can follow along as yeah. much as they can. Sorry, so. that, that was my my random yes, thought of the day as we start uh, to talk about team retreats slash advances. Yeah, I think today um, it's very important. I mean, any, any point in time throughout the year, there's always weekly meetings, monthly meetings, or quarterly meetings. And then typically throughout the year, most organizations or most businesses, in fact, I would go and encourage you to do this with your family too as well, but let's just pause that for a second, is you have some sort of meeting, right? Whether that's people call it a retreat, people call it an advance, people call it an annual meeting. We don't like the word retreat unless we're doing inner work. That's inward work retreat. Um, we like, because we think that, you know, when you go to a retreat, you're going backwards. Um, so we always call them advances because what are we going to advance into the next year from the business side of things? Again, you have to retreat to go inward. Um, but we just, we call them advances in our world, right? So they can be annual meeting. They could be again, monthly, they can be weekly, but what we want to do today is walk you through what the steps are to build, particularly in this environment, a virtual advance. There's a lot of people, this has come up in a lot of conversations over the last couple of weeks, like, hey, what are you guys doing for an advance? Like, how are you doing this virtually? Are you getting some people in person? Are you doing what? And and I was just on a phone call with another guy who runs about 200 people throughout the year, and they have three big annual events. And he's like, we've been doing them all virtually. So I was listening to what they're doing. And so we've kind of, we've kind of packaged it together and we can share what we're doing for um, Hergenroth Realty Group and a little bit of Adam Hergen with our companies um, with several hundred, 226 or so people virtually. Um, so Hallie, why don't you, when you take us away, what is the first couple things that need to happen um, for people to have an effective Well, event? I was going to say the, the key here is don't cancel yes. your event, first of all. And we all, we've done ours in the fall for, I don't know, five, mm -hmm. six years. So it's a really, usually in October, great time to get everyone together as they're doing like a final push to the end of the year, because through the holiday, sometimes things slow down. Mm -hmm. So we like to re inspire people and get them really focused um, to push through the end of the year, but then also make sure they have the right goals, mindset, training tools in place to really jumpstart and really even maybe start ahead as the, as the year begins and he, um, a really big opportunity to cast the vision. Yeah. I think one of the things is if you, if you start, the, if you start the race when everyone else is already hundred yards ahead of you, it's hard to catch up. And so the, one of the reasons why you always plan in advance and, and people naturally kind of pick November, you know, maybe even late in, in early December as like a January 1st start because it's a fresh start. You have new year's resolution. So it's just a natural place to start, which is fine. It doesn't really matter when you start it, but that's fine. A lot of people just naturally do that day, that day. So you're kind of looking at the new calendar year for what it is. But if you go there on January 1st and you have your advance, it's hard to get the inertia up and you're probably in mid February before you're actually taking stride with it. So we, you know, whether it's late October or early November or even early December, December where you're coming together and you're, and you're trying to create a tailwind coming into the new season. And that's one of the key things to all of this. When we lay out the steps here is that you want to build momentum 
energy behind you so that the energy and the momentum, the wind is pushing you through these different things. It's like you want to get your whole entire organization running downhill. And how you do that is by organizing people in the most efficient way possible to produce the highest output. So in order to do that in every day, you can come together in what we call these advances, either in person or virtually. So the first thing is, is what, Hallie? Casting the vision. Yes. So what does that look like? <laughs> well, that's your job. I know, but I just, you <laughs> tell me what it looks like. Yeah. So usually we, um, mostly usually we kick off the meeting with some sort of vision casting. Mm-hmm. I mean, we cast the vision all the time, but if that's something that you don't do regularly in your organization, I think that, um, an event an annual advance is a really awesome time for leaders to, uh, share where the company is going from like a 10, 20 year perspective, yeah. like where, what they really want to build. And from a more, I don't want to say tactical perspective, from a more granular level, like here's the new projects that we're working on. Here's a new division that we're launching. Here are new opportunities, um, that leadership opportunities that you might be eligible for really just showing the growth and the opportunities that are coming in the next year ahead, but also 10 or 20 years in yeah. the future. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think you can cast a vision enough, right? I mean, as a leader, your job is to make sure people are knowing where they're going, where they're, what they're building, why they're getting up to work for the organization. I mean, that's really, when you think about building a vision and what you should say, it's why do you get up in the morning? right? What gets you up at four o'clock in the morning? Not every day, but what gets you up early so that you can get to work, to work on your mission or your vision for what you're doing. And that's why you got to be very clear with what it is. So the first vision can kind of be a little bit of a recap of what you've done for the year, right? We can kind of get into that in a second, but um, really it's where are you going? Where, and it's really like, how are you going to finish the year? It's why it's like in the late October, early November, you're going, here's where we're going to end the year. You can kind of see it's, you're already 11 months into this. Your projection should be pretty strong. This is where we're going to finish out. Um, this is what it looks like. Here's the year over year growth. Here's the things that we've added. Here's the agent growth that we've added. Here's the employee count growth that we've added. Here's the business units that we're added. So just that you're painting the vision. Then what does 2021 look like, right? What is it for us? I mean, this is going to air in 20, the late 2020. And so like, what does the next year look like for it though? Right. And so you really got to get not only the vision, but you also want to back that up by action too, as well. Um, so the vision itself will kind of kind of inspire. And really what I want you to take away from the vision casting is where is your level of thinking and how do you bring people to it? Because that's really what vision is, is you can see something so clearly. And I know if you're listening to this, and if you're like me and you're that innovator or visionary, you're like, why don't people just see it? <laughs> like, I, I can see it. It's right there. I don't understand what the problem is. And in fact, I don't know why these even details are getting in the way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which isn't necessarily the case because if you're detail oriented, you're going, dude, you're missing the entire point of all these things that have to happen. That's the action part of it. But first, before you can take the action, you have to know what this this grand vision is, where you're going, what you're adding, what you're building. And you, you do this with, you don't have to be charismatic in the vision casting. You don't have to be up there with all this energy and enthusiasm. If that's you, that's great. If it's not you, that's great too. I can think of plenty of people that are, that were amazing visionaries who are not like that at all. Elon Musk, Steve jobs, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, even, you know, Steve Ballmer, Bill Gates. I mean, these guys have, I'm just naming a few, um, but think about, but the commonality was that they had, they were very clear on where they were going and they, they had a deeply held commitment and passion for whatever it was they were doing. 
And regardless of how gregarious or charismatic you are, I think that comes across. Yes. It was very authentic. Yes. They, and it was almost like, they're like, I see it so close that it's in my hand that I'm just going to buck anybody that gets in the way. Cause I'm going directly towards it. Cause I see it so clearly. Right. And that, yeah. and that comes across no matter how that, how you deliver that message, as long as it's authentic and it's, you see it, it'll come across as real and something that's attainable. Yeah. The, as you were talking, I was just thinking that, um, leaders, it's really important for leaders to have that massive vision, but that, that is never enough. It's being able to very clearly articulate and communicate it because it doesn't matter how great that idea is. If you actually can't explain it to anybody else, you'll never get them to, to get on board with you. Um, and I know it's like, duh, right? Like we all, well, it's we not all, just duh. It's we just... all know that, but it's so easy to say, oh yeah, I have this massive vision. But if you cannot explain that to people, nobody's going to come with you. Well, I think that's, it's key because if you are a visionary and you're listening to this and you're having, and you're not where you want to be, you should probably do some inward reflection on this and going, am I being clear enough on this? Right. I mean, that's when we've done podcast episodes in this before, where the first thing that I always look for, if we're not going well in a company, if something's not doing well, I first go to me and saying, have I been clear? Have I organized the roles efficiently? Am I, have I been clear in what people need to do? Because the vision needs to be backed by action. So after you paint the vision, you then in that kind of same forecast of painting the vision, you then kind of start layering some action items in there. So you want in this, depending on what size your organization is, you want to make sure that people can see how their individual contributions are going to impact the overall organization. And so your vision should break it down in that level. So whatever you're casting for your vision for, here's the big grandiose vision. Here's what it looks like. And then by the way, here's how you contribute to it. Mm -hmm. Right. And so then they feel like they're contributing to something as part of the whole. Yes. And remember the whole thing too, is that when, when you're looking at the, you I talked about earlier about getting the energy moving forward. When you're doing these advances or annual events, whatever you want to call them, the energy should be of each individual should, and then the, the energy of the whole group or the business unit should be more than the individual contributors, meaning that the energy should be much greater as everyone combining like two plus two should equal seven instead of two plus two equal four. If you did it individually. So that's a good way of kind of taking the barometer of this is, does your energy of the group supersede that of any individual? If you added them up and that's because you come together and when people are polarized by a vision, it starts naturally contributing to the energy of the group, which makes the whole energy stronger. And that's the momentum that we speak about. That's the wind that gets behind you. That energy in itself just pushes the whole organization forward. Whereas if you have the energy of, say you have 10 people in your organization, eight of them are have really good energy and two are pulling it back. Those two could pull it and actually decrease the whole energy of the group. Mm -hmm. And so you just got to know how to set that vision, who's in the right seats in the bus to make sure that's getting attributed to that. And then making sure you're closing the gap on it. Okay. So what's next? Well, this is really sometimes very hard to do with virtual events, but you got to, you got to figure out a way to do it and get creative with um, creating connection and reinforcing the culture of your company or your team. Yeah. So how do you do that virtually? Well, it's very hard to do virtually, but, um, I, there's a couple of different, uh, things that we have done like in our, in our annual advance that's coming up. So as much as possible, uh, because we have over 225 agents around the country. So wherever they're located as much as possible, we are trying to get them into mm -hmm. a room together yes. to watch the virtual advance together, even if it's three or four people, um, or if it's a team of 20 people adhering to all yes. safety Standards, procedures yes. as, <laughs> as needed. Um, but that helps that keeps the energy high to a certain degree, at least having a couple people in the same room. Um, 
also I feel like it sometimes that encourages those little side conversations, yeah. which I personally think are some of the best parts of mm -hmm. conferences and advances when you're like, Oh my God, I can't believe that speaker just said X, Y, Z. Let's make sure we implement that um, next week in our, on our team. Um, so like getting that stuff going, um, what else? Well, I think it's, it's important people hear that, like you get together, you know, adhering, adhering to any CDC protocols that you're doing, but you get together in some fashion. If you can, if people don't feel comfortable with, that's fine too. You can zoom them in. But as, as long as people feel comfortable, you kind of get together, you, you, you kick it off initiative. Part of doing that, it's also reducing it's people aren't on their phones. They're not checking their emails. And so it starts to put you in an environment where you're open to new ideas into new habits, if you will. And that's what part of advances are the overarching thing of them is to get people to slow down for a second and see where they're going. And then that way you can, it's like, if you just put your head down and keep walking, you don't, you, you may end up in the right place. You may not, but if you just got to stop for a second and stop walking to look around, right. And that's kind of what advances and trainings do is they stop you for even podcasts, right? They stop you for a second, get you out of your own thinking and go, do I have clarity on where I'm going? They kind of pause you and say, what do I need to reevaluate? And that's really the beauty about creating those internal connections, even virtually, if you're doing them like the side conversations, the chat box, I mean, get those things going. Those are great ways to connect. I mean, I don't know how many people are just, you know, you can see them on camera when somebody chats and then like two seconds later, you see them laughing. It's yeah. like the funniest thing. So yeah. we, we see this on a, on a weekly basis, but you can do those in, a, in your own virtual advances where people are chatting about what's going on. They're making fun of each other in a, in a very fun kind of polite way. And people are laughing about it. And it just creates a different culture in the best environment that you can create. Yeah. I think I'm um, taking that time to, to stop. I mean, I always think about this when I go to larger company events, but and or our advance, it's so fun to be, even virtually with the people who are all like-minded and have all chosen to be a part of this one company and partner with this company and partner with each other. And I mean, personally, I find it incredibly, like it's just inspiring to be around again, even virtually around those people and reminded like we how like we are so awesome. We have these, yeah. we have awesome people on our team and they're doing, everyone's doing amazing things. And for me, that's like, that's the cultural piece. It's just reminding each other, like, we have this network around the country of really incredible people. Um, and it's really cool to get them all together. Um, we also do things like uh, celebrating both mm -hmm. one celebrating the things that have happened over the, um, over the past 11 months or so we do awards like a cultural icon or the best social media personality um, or employee of the year. So we do take that opportunity to really make a big deal and celebrate um, all the accomplishments of our team throughout the previous year. Um, and again, whenever possible, we either encourage them to do team breakfasts or team dinners, happy hours, as much as possible, create an in, in-person experience while tapping into the whole virtual yes. process. Yeah. And then uh, we also, one of the cool things we had people from all across the country send 15 second little like quick little cool snippets like, Hey, welcome to advance or so proud of you guys, or thanks for doing. And we had people inside the industry, outside the industry, inside the company, outside the company. And you kind of create this, like having 50 people kind of sending these quick little videos and make that this, you know, like 10 minute quick of everyone saying hi, like it just, it rejuvenates the energy. And again, that's what you're yes. trying to create, create more energy in the group. So when people leave there, they're coming off on a high, they're coming, when people said they're coming off on a high, what they're saying is I have more energy. Yeah. <laughs> and that's real. That's why I go back to, it's like the whole point of all of this is to create a cat, like a catalyst of just energy that's contributing. That's much larger. Again, two plus two is seven, not seven. Now, 
can just bulldoze down the goals that you're after. Okay. So what's next after that? So first you got cast the vision. Yes. Two is connection culture. Yep. Reinforce the culture. Three. Well, let's actually skip to kind of the business planning goal setting. Um, because you, I think you just hit on something there with creating all of that energy and inspiration. That's amazing, but it's not enough. Yes, you actually need to make sure you are focusing that energy in a particular way to achieve a specific result. And that's where some of the more the business planning and goal setting pieces of advance come into play. Love that. So what would that look like? Um, well, uh, we either do it sometimes in the beginning or in the, in the, um, after Dep- depends on time zone. I mean, we're mm-hmm. all over the country. So mm-hmm. depending on the time zone, either in the beginning of advance or the end of advance, um, and setting aside time for the individual teams to do some business planning, like what are their specific goals for the year and transactions, volumes, how many clients they want to serve, um, profit numbers, or, well, I should say, and their individual goals for the year, year ahead. What do they want to accomplish? What other opportunities do they want to take on? Do they want to coach? Do they, like, what is it that they want to do in the year ahead so that when they come off of that with all that energy, they know exactly where they're going. So um, we do spend a little bit of time during that in advance, but more so it's really encouraging them to take the time afterwards, probably within a week to really come up with their plans. Um, because you're 42% more likely to achieve your goals if you write them down. Mm-hmm. So making sure that they have them written down and probably within a week or two, make sure that we follow up with people to ensure that they actually have their written down goals coming off advance and ready to hit the ground running. It's also why we created the whole future self, where if people are not familiar with the future self, you can go to adamherganauthor.com forward slash future self. And every day, what shows up in your inbox, the future self, so that your goals are staring you in the face. So you, even if you don't want to look at them, you're forced to delete it out of your inbox. And like, at least, you know, and it gets you thinking about, okay, what's my future going? That's why we created it was so that it actually showed up in people's inbox that they wrote down and they're forcing them to read it where it needs to show up. Pretty soon we're going to be texting it to you and make sure you read it that way. Uh, in case people aren't doing it. Okay, cool. So you've got create, cast the vision, the leadership, making sure you're casting the vision. You're creating connection and reinforcing the culture is number two. Number three. Goal setting. Goal setting, really specific goal setting to your team, to your organization, to your division, uh, or to the individual. Into the individual goals for the year. Yes. Yeah. And that's not just business. That's why I brought up future self. You can use that as a tool. If you want to, if you're doing your, your planning, go and download our tool. It's free. Which it's is adamherkenrother.com slash future. Yes. There you go. Future. Just wanted to clarify that. Yes, that's why, that's why you're on here. <laughs> just to help because I forget those things sometimes. So it's, um, so it's there. Then it's great there. It's number four would be what? Um, getting purposeful with personal growth. We always in- make sure that par- any any of our advances, really any of our meetings that we have in- incorporate some sort of personal growth component, but particularly in van- in- at advance, um, we're obviously a real estate company or one of our companies is real estate. We probably are spending half of the day just talking about personal growth yeah. in one way or another. So what does personal growth look like? <laughs> Well, it can be a variety of things. In years past, we've done like guided meditation. We've had guest speakers, um, a lot of great, great guest speakers, yeah. Olympi- um, former Olympians um, talking about um, perseverance, persevering, grit. yep, um, overcoming adversity. We have done things like um, uh, morning walks and runs mm-hmm. and incorporating fitness into the day. Um, and we may do that this year, actually, virtually, virtually probably yeah. in the beginning of the day, make sure that everyone gets out and gets for a walk, uh, does a walk or run before advance kicks off. Um, but this year in particular, we're, we're focusing on the personal growth component is going to be really focused on personal finances yes. and building wealth. Yeah. It's not just about wealth in terms of business because people can make it a lot of money, but they may not have it. And that's what we've realized in all the coaching yes. that we've done for, I don't know, 
years, we realize that these high income earners, whatever that means to you, just people aren't saving money. They just, and they don't know the rules of money. And yeah. that's just really, they don't understand what money is. Well, I think salespeople in general, I mean, this is going to be a massive generalization, but salespeople are amazing at making money. Yeah. Maybe not always as great at saving or investing or managing. Yeah. 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 No, I think it's, I don't think that's an overgeneralization at all. I think that's just a lot of America. Yeah. Um, okay, fair in, in general, just people have those, they have bad habits because they never taught good habits. And so therefore let's just slide a card instead of actually breaking it down. So anyways, we're going to do a lot of on, on wealth building, but really the wealth building is you have money and every dollar has a path. And that's what people need to understand when it comes to wealth building is every dollar goes somewhere. Every dollar that you bring in is some sort of revenue to you, whether it's your W-2, whether it's a bonus, whether that's a commission, it doesn't matter how you got it, comes in, where does it go? And you need to understand where every dollar goes. And so we break that down for individuals so they can walk away with there that they can not only use for themselves, for their businesses, but guess what? It brings that back to their family. So you're actually leaking that into not just to, to them, but to their helping their family out on that personal growth side. Another side note too, like virtual 5Ks are great. We're also doing a quarterly challenge on the biggest kind of a loser, how much, not like loser, but the biggest loser of weight. Yes, so you can do these virtuals, just, just little side tidbits on terms of virtuality and how you kind of create culture more with it. Mm -hmm. And these are some of the things that we're doing and there's, you can take a picture of your scale and send it in confidentially. Yeah. We've so done five, yeah. Yeah, five Ks throughout several 5Ks throughout the year, really gotten a lot of people rallied around that. And then the Hurt Health Challenge. Yeah, I think the first year we did, we had like over a hundred people that follow yeah. along for a quarter and yeah. we lost like, I don't know, 500, 600. I don't remember. Like I don't know. Just, it's it was over two, almost close to 200 pounds, pounds the first two total. weeks right now. I think we're almost. A, no, it started. Actually. Yeah. We're only a couple of. Yeah. Two weeks into it. As yeah, of yesterday. Yeah. It's almost two weeks, 200, yeah. 200. It's like 180 yeah, right now yeah, collectively, just, which is really yeah. incredible. Yeah. yeah. So you can make a big impact virtually. It's the point just being putting some focus on it. Okay. Yeah. So number four would be purposeful with personal growth. What would number five be? Yeah. Make sure that you incorporate some tactical training yeah. into, you know, whatever your industry is, make sure that there's actually some tactical takeaways that they, um, your team members can implement into their life or business, but in our case, specifically into the business immediately. So for us, we're doing a lot of uh, training around social media this year. Um, usually we do some, something around lead generation real mm -hmm. estate, but this year we're really focused on lead generating through social media, kind of building your personal brand, um, doing some training around Instagram, uh, TikTok and Facebook and how to utilize those for yourself and your business and your brand and your networking and lead generation. It's funny because I told my kids that um, TikTok got removed by the U.S. government and it was and because I didn't want them watching it because I was watching this thing. They're going through this and this stuff and I'm like, this is not for like a six year old to be watching. And uh, it's crazy. Yeah, probably not. It's I don't not know enough. I honestly don't know enough about TikTok. So I'm looking forward to the uh, training yes. that we're going to be having about it. But I know there's some there's some realtors who are using it really effectively. Yeah, absolutely. In, I mean, there's business. a lot of eyeballs on there. Yeah. It's just different marketing. It's yeah. just, it's just a different form of print media. It's just, it's just different there. But then it was funny because when I told my kids that like a month later, we were with another group and their daughter brought their phone out and they started watching TikTok and my kids go, I thought that was removed. You're not, it's illegal to have that on your oh, phone. No. <laughs> and the, and the, and the mother was right there and we weren't there. And she's like, no, no, no you can have it. And they're like, no, my, my, my dad told me that like, you can't have it on your phone. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and then they look around at Sarah and Sarah's just coming around the corner and she's like, uh, what happened here? And they're like, oh yeah, no, like it, it happened for our phones. And then the, then the mom kind of caught on. She goes, yeah, you know, they probably just haven't caught ours. We need to get that off. And then their daughter's like, whoa, what do you mean I have to get this off there? So now it's like, oh, look at that. Let's go jump on the trampoline or something like that. It was just <laughs> funny, but, um, it was kind of, kind of interesting, but yes, the tactical training 
for that uh, is really important so that people have um, something specific in there. Now, the key to tactical training is don't overcomplicate this. Yes. Don't try to put five things in 45 minutes that people are going to, you know, go in there and do that. If you have multiple days, you can add some things, but in ours, it's a one day full on play full out. It's one personal growth thing. It's one tactical thing. It's the vision, right? It's the things that we're doing. It's simplify your world so that you can master a couple things. And that becomes the process through advance. So they have one. So it's very clear in what they're working when they come out of that. Right. I was going to say why uh, this quote is top of mind because we've been talking yeah. about the founder and CEO of um, Spotify, Daniel Elk. I think his last name is Elk um, about fostering that holistic perspective. And so we really take that holistic perspective to our advances yes. and make sure that we are incorporating a little bit of everything into the day because that's just our philosophy for what was business. the quote? There is never enough time for work for family and friends, and it takes work to make the best use of it. It's all about fostering a holistic perspective in life. What I love about that is, is there's never enough time for family, friends, and work. So that takes work to work at it. Yeah. <laughs> Meaning that I interpret that probably the same way you do, Hallie, is that you got to pick your priorities. It's simplifying yes. everything and then taking the time when you're working, work. Mm-hmm. When you're with your kids, be with your kids. When you're with your partner, be with your partner. When you're exercising, be exercising. Like just be in the moment that you're in instead of being in seven different moments, different times, you're spreading yourself in there. But it takes work to lay out a proper schedule and then sticking to it. It takes work to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's very easy just to not actually gloss over all that. The next thing you know, you wake up five years from now and you go, what the hell just happened in my life? Right. And you've been doing a lot of things that you didn't really want to be doing. Yeah. I just, you never want to build a life that you're trying to get out of. You never want to build a business that you're looking to sell. Um, and meaning that you want to sell because you need to get out of it. It's one thing if you sell it because you want to sell it, but don't ever build a life you're trying to get away from and don't ever build a business that you're just trying to, I can't wait to sell this thing to basically start over. Like, man, you may be in it for 10 years and you just, you're, you're missing it. So if you feel that way, you need to retool where that energy is so you can stop the entropy of the organization and put back the energy in it. All right. So what are the five? <laughs> the five are cast the vision, create connection and reinforce the culture. Yep. Um, be purposeful with your personal growth, incorporate tactical training and set aside time for business planning and goal setting. Great. So if you incorporate those five things into your advanced planning, you're going to have a great advance, whether it's virtual or in person. Yeah. And the thing I would add with all that is as you kind of incorporate all those kind of components into your virtual advance or in-person advance, you should think about breaking each one of these things down. If you're doing weekly meetings, maybe you take one and say, okay, um, maybe we're going to reinforce the culture in our weekly meeting this time. So it's a purposeful meeting. Nobody likes meetings. Just do the same things that don't really matter. Maybe one of your meetings, you say, I need to cast a vision for the next three months in this company. And if you run multiple companies, you'll see that each company is at a different place. Mm-hmm. Like it's the interesting thing for me. And I know for you too, Hallie is I have to be a peacetime CEO in some companies, which really the definition of that is just that you're looking to create strategic relationships. You're looking to, you know, preserve and, and kind of use your capital wisely. You're looking to um, create, you know, and hire more employees that can create and foster relationships and build, you know, management. Then you may switch over to the next five minutes into a wartime CEO yeah. where you have to be shrewd in terms of your use of capital. You have to be ruthless with your, 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 
ability to get results, right? I mean, ruthless with you results. You might have to blow things up and break a couple of things. Yeah, and you you have to be willing to go in there and make freaking tough decisions around people, about what to put the money into, all of that. But that's wartime CEO. It doesn't mean that, because you're in a wartime situation, just you have to be ruthless in your decision making. Whereas peacetime, it's much more about harmonious relationships, business building through those connections where we can add on divisions. Where in wartime, you're going, we need to get out of what we're in right now and then let's look up. But I need to be able to make different decisions. So if you run multiple divisions within a company or even multiple companies, you're going to have to be a peacetime and wartime. And I'd also go along of saying that as, so based on the, well, the reason I bring that up is because your vision may change based on that. Yeah, for sure. You know, if you go into one and you're in a company, you're having an advance and right now your company, last year, your company was peacetime right now you're facing, you know, in, from, you know, the pandemic and maybe your organization is facing a wartime situation. That vision is going to be different. And so just be real in your vision and be real with the time that you're in and what you're focused on right now in wartime. And maybe we had to get to the next 90 days as we're cleaning up. And this is what the vision looks like. Or by the end of the first quarter, we need to be here peacetime and maybe, you know, Hey, in 10 years, we're going to have these four different things. Right? So just knowing where your organization at is just directing that vision and how you want to direct that. And it may have to be in each different company. You may have to actually articulate that differently. So if you incorporate all these different things, bring some of these things into your week weekly meetings, your monthly meetings, your quarterly meetings, and then make sure you incorporate all of this into your annual meetings. And if you do, um, you do this effectively, you should create a, an energy boom that carries you through um, enough with enough time. And then you follow through with that, as Hallie said earlier, with making sure you back that up with actions, tactical information, and you reinforce what you all learned constantly over the next couple months from that to keep that energy going forward. And then you'll start, I mean, you'll start January off ahead of way ahead the majority of people. It's like when people are like, I'm like, what's your new year's resolution going to be? And they're like, well, I'm going to lose 20 pounds. I'm going to pay off this debt and I go start today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> start today. Why wouldn't you start today? If you know you're going to do that in the future, why wouldn't you start today? What are you, what are you waiting for? Like all of a sudden on January 1st, somebody's going to open a door and give you a present that makes you feel like you want to do it. <laughs> like, I don't get it. Like it's, I, I mean, I get it. I understand it, but like, shit, if you're already that clear in what you're going to do, right. then do it now. I mean, if you're 60 days from January 1st, you're going to be sitting there January 1st, most likely. And you're going to say, wow, that last 60 days just went by. Did I actually do that or not? I mean, why not get a head start on this thing? Why not just start changing your life today because you decide to change it, not because some date comes around and you decide that because the date's there, then I'm going to do it like everybody else is. Then I'm going to fail because 85% of, you know, New Year's resolutions are gone in the first three weeks. Don't be like that. Start today. Hey everybody, thanks for listening. Um, if you got something from this that you enjoyed that you're going to be putting into your business, awesome. We would love for you to help us reach more people and help more people build their organizations and their business through personal growth through business. Uh, leave a review. We'd love it. As more people leave reviews, the more exposure we get to this. So again, thank you so much for taking the time. I know it takes some time to go do that, um, but we'd really appreciate it you going out there and leaving a review. Thanks so much.